Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Podcast. I'm your host, Uppy. With me tonight, again, I think he's regularly back now. We have Stash. Stash, how are you? I am doing uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're uh, here on a Saturday instead of Friday because I didn't get home till like 10 uh, yesterday. So, Well, we, we to be fair, we haven't done a Friday in a while now. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a long day. Uh, just... Some kid got beat up by his parents in oh. the hospital. That's a, in the hospital? That's a, or? In the hospital. In the hospital. So he was already at the hospital and his parents beat him up then? They brought him in and... Uh, beat him up further. Yeah, it went, it, they brought him in, but uh, just... They probably got that medical bill. Yeah, it was all 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 hands on deck type of uh, situation. It took all day. Uh, from 9.30 until I got home, so I'm in the morning when I got it. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad I made it back. It was dog thing, but I'm mm-hmm. here. I love it. It's St. Patty's uh, weekend. Weekend, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm here for it. All right. And then uh, back after a small hiatus, we have Ch- Chitty. Chitty, how are you? I'm fan-fucking-tastic. Nice. Um, do we have any – because it, it is Saturday, so it's not technically St. Patty's Day – anymore but it's still the weekend uh what are we drinking tonight stash what do you got well uh well you know it's st patrick weekend um so you know hats off to san patricio himself i'm doing jameson guys jameson yeah Yeah, i'll go for it triple distilled irish whiskey triple distilled to my brother to my brother to my brother in arms you know (laughs) uh chitty what do you got um, I've got old fashioned. Um, I ran out of simple syrup, uh, I guess, and I tried replacing simple syrup with a regular sugar. Doesn't really work out that well. Um, but you know, it's still whiskey and it still tastes uh, solid. And um, yeah, I even went. Uh, I splurged on the uh, door on the uh, Target delivery tonight and asked for some maraschino cherries to be delivered to my doorstep. So. Um, I even had one of those in, in this bad boy, so... How was that? It was good. It was solid. Uh, you know, it doesn't taste like the great old-fashioned, but it is what it is. Also... Temple meets old-fashioned. <laughs> I did not have green beer yesterday, but I had fake green beer. Fake green beer. I had a Stella. So, okay. Well... It, 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 looked, it looked green, when it, at least in the bottle. One of my drinks right now is a green Corona, um, <laughs> but my my actual beer for tonight, and I only have this one because um, Beardo's not here uh, for whatever reason. But him and I uh, met up at eighteen seventy Brewing yesterday, and uh, Beardo got this beer, and he let me have a sip, and I I liked it so much, I got some of my own. I think it's like. I think the actual name of the beer is like, oh my god, they killed Kenny, like Irish cream stout or something. Like it has a really long ass name, um, and it comes in at five percent, so it's not like strong alcohol. But I have, uh, I have that, an Irish cream ale stout. Yeah, 
from 1870. Nice. Oh, and then we have a, a very quick special guest. Little, little Uppy, how are you? Good. Are you going to bed? Yeah. Did What did you have to drink today? Um. Oh, tell, tell everybody what you had to drink yesterday because we're talking about St. Patrick's Day. What did you have to drink last night? Um. Shamrock Shake from McDonald's. Nice. Boom. Winner, winner. Chicken nugget, happy meal dinner she had. I've yeah. never had a shamrock shake. That is crazy. And Chitty is like 30 years old. Never had a shamrock shake. Yeah. Was it delicious? You loved it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was mint chocolate chip. No, it was just mint. Yeah, it's mint. <laughs> not, not chocolate chip. Yeah. But Shamrock Shake does hit the spot this time of year. Although Chitty would not know because Chitty's never had one. He's like never had one. Way old. No. Yeah. He doesn't even leave his house, so it's no. okay. <laughs> Locked right. in a castle. Locked in a castle. Rapunzel, yeah. When I say when I say castle, I mean a sixteen hundred square foot, uh, <laughs> messy as fuck single living story. room, <laughs> single story with dog shit in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> That's what I mean by castle. <laughs> yeah, with I, overgrown. Yeah, overgrown. <laughs> neglected lawn. Neglected. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Uppy did. Uh, Mrs. Uppy was also out at 1870 last night. I'm not going to pretend she was. Letting Did you have any favorite St. <laughs> Patty's Day drinks this weekend so far? No. Nothing? No. Of all the alcohols you've had this weekend, none of them were good? No, they're. What it's was still their. Still valued their at 600K. Leprechaun <laughs> lager tasted like Bud Light, and their. I don't know, green. Uh, what was the other one? The it was green, a watermelon seltzer, I think. The, yeah, the green. No, it was a green apple, green seltzer, and it was flat. But it was watermelon. It was green no, apple. Love the, love the, the thing said watermelon, though. Like, it was labeled as watermelon. I'll, I'll show you the picture. Okay. It's green apple. On their board in the inside, it said watermelon. He's like, I want to show you the picture. <laughs> Either way, she is absolutely right. It was flat. It was flat. So, no, no favorites. How was your pineapple seltzer tonight? Wasn't it yet? It was good. Yeah. There was a pineapple seltzer. We don't know where it comes from. We, we Two towns? Yeah. We, we did a thing. We went to uh, some rinky-dink, podunked, uh, racist, son-of-a-bitch town in California um, to try a new restaurant. Because after all this time, we still don't have a kitchen. So we went out for dinner tonight and tried something new. And uh, Mrs. Eppy had a pineapple seltzer for dinner. And she kind of liked it a little bit, but wasn't the best. So that's decent. There we are. Still, well, what's the town? Uh, we Go went to. <laughs> I can't say it now. I just shit on them. Uh, we went to Houston. <laughs> Fuck that town. <laughs> we went to Houston. <laughs> They're extremely we racist. We stayed in. <laughs> <laughs> we were outsiders the second we walked in. <laughs> and it was very obvious. <laughs> well, that's the the town that Amelia and I went to a street fair in, and they had like. Trump stands and merch and oh. yeah, all over. It was gross. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of Trump, here's the transition of all transitions. Um, Trump posted uh, this morning on True Social the the only place to get get arrested. Trump is expecting to get arrested on Tuesday. So, I mean, excuse my language, little uppie. Um, how fucking awesome is that? He's finally going to suffer some sort of consequences. Hey, they're trying to actions. spin it as, like, it's going to it's gonna be a good PR play for him. He's going to spin it into... He already... I think the year he already called for a protest. Well, that's <laughs> what he does, because his know, followers you, just the, lick his... Nuts. We should call it Arrested Development. Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and, and this is only one piece of the pie. He, he still had the election fraud issues down in Georgia. Like, this is just the first of a few things. So I, I hope it's not small potatoes in the end. Like, Bro, him and, him and Putin, man. Putin Putin getting called for the warrant right now right. by the ICC. Uh, is he? Yeah, I mean, the, I, the ICC uh, issued a, an arrest warrant for Putin, even though, you know, the, the inter, international law can't do anything to them. Um, no. He can just look at it and be because like, not, oh, that's not neat. an African country. <laughs> that's <why. laughs> yeah, it's just be like that. That's that's neat, but um, yeah. not trying, you know, he's going to look at that warrant and be like, OK, this is a uh, toilet paper. Good night. Good night. Let's go. Let's go. Good night, sweetheart. Oh, and then she immediately falls on the floor because that's what six and a half year olds do. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) there's that. Um, I'm excited. I mean, just for the fact, like, the, the funniest things was, like, seeing shit online about how, like, the DA's office has to coordinate with with the Secret Service on how to go about arresting a former president. Like, I don't give a shit. Just arrest him. And, I mean, if it's at the point where he obviously knows it's going to happen, I can't wait for it to happen. And hopefully it's not, like, some petty-ass bullshit. Like, I, I hope whatever it is, you know, they go for gold. Yeah. Like, if you're doing something that's never been done before, like, you best be, like, doing it 100%. Like, do not fail. Do not, like, half-ass it. Like, your shit better be, like, airtight. Yeah. I'm sure it is, too. I mean, if it's already coming out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking on a site right now that um, <clears throat> it's pretty. Uh, like, I trust their reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called EmptyWheel.net, and they're they're reporting on 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 not not developing issues where it's like, oh hey, you know, uh, every five minute type of stuff. But they they kind of take deep dives in this stuff, and they have not actually reported on anything yet. So I'm gonna withhold my. I'm gonna withhold five, ninety nine percent of my judgment. The one percent I'm gonna give that is that uh, Fox did actually report on it, and so that's why I mean, uh, that's that gives me the, the the idea that this may actually happen, you know, because they won't be you know they're that's they're, interesting. They're fair and balanced, you know. Uh, so that's yeah. Uh, but Empty Whale hasn't reported quite on it. They reported on the banking. Uh, the banking issue they reported. I've been on, all over, been all over that this week. 
Yeah, they reported on um, they reported on on uh, the crime fraud scheme with um, with Trump's new lawyer um, mm-hmm. and Michael Cohen, Giuliani, and Eastman. So, but nothing yet on this. So, um, I'm waiting. Well, well, you know, it's interesting with the banking stuff. Is like you know, I I had a I had a plan to teach something completely different this week in econ. But, you know, with, with SVB, you know, failing, but not last week, but the week before, mm-hmm. um, I was actually out in Silicon Valley at a at a accreditation visit on Monday. Um, so I knew, like, this week I was like, you only get so much opportunities to, to talk about and teach history as it's happening, you know, but it's like trying to get them to understand the gravity of why banks failing is so important is like <laughs> it's so difficult and then it's like I want you know I think I we watched too big to fail this week but um I wanted to bring in the big short but man it's like yeah, too big that's the best one too big to fail already already drops like 75 f bombs <laughs> over the duration yeah and like yeah. big short big short drops like twice that plus yeah. they got a, a couple really solid stripper scenes and yeah, i'm like yeah, ah, i can't i can't yeah it's like I, I i can't i can't put that on but big short like that that's you know that that is the movie and i didn't see i i didn't see big short until the first for the first time until like early earlier um or late last year i think is mm. when i watched it for the first time yeah and you know what? To actually watch it then, um, even then, even now, right now, um, uh, really helps an understanding of like how the hell we got there in two thousand and eight, right? Because as much as as much as society and media shits on millennials, mm-hmm. we've experienced, um, especially if you live in California, right? We've experienced um, when um, uh, Gray Davis went out and the whole freaking Enron scandal and how that affected us and how mm-hmm. we lived. And how we got Schwarzenegger, right? That was a really shitty time for our state. On top, you know, coupled on top of now, of 2008, the the the, the Christ, the, the whole financial crisis that happened, um, and people losing their homes and and everything, and then um, and coupled with COVID, right? So it's like people shit on us, but like. They don't. They don't ever think about any of the experiences that we've had, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, well, you know, what's interesting about it though is like, is they completely waived all those FDIC regulations mm-hmm. to make sure that people had their money and that there was not, you know, run uh, runs on other banks. And it's just like, like I think they were super, super proactive mm-hmm. in wanting to make sure that nothing else happened, but like. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there was like over the week like that Thursday Friday over the weekend that was some sketchy time like for people that know what a bank failure could could do. Right. Like, that's lived through it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus there was that bank that failed in like New York, right? And like mm. immediately after, but I, I think that was a good thing. Like Chitty brought up a good point where, you know, <clears throat> You know, typically speaking, like the FDIC exists for a reason, and um, 
the average Joe Schmo does not have more than 200, 250 grand in the bank. But um, that wasn't the case for the Silicon Valley Bank. But that was nice for them that they kind of like looked past that in order for this stability. Um, I think they only did it to, to minimize or to mitigate, you know, risk at mm-hmm. other banks. That's the only reason that they did it, I think, is, uh, is to make sure other people at, you know, Bank of America or Wells Fargo or Credit Union first. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't go go rush to their bank that all had over two hundred fifty thousand because yeah. that would have caused them shit. Oh yeah, yeah oh, no, it, 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 it was it, huge. It, yeah, they they well, one of the main reasons why they they stepped in as quickly as they did and they have to step in is because remember the, the government creates the money, and because the bank is issuing the money, they have to step in because they're and like partners in, in mm-hmm. essence, right? Um, if you're the if, if you're the one that's the issuer, you you got to make sure the one the stuff that you're issuing is good. Um, so they even even if FDIC wasn't even there, which you know we have it for a reason, they got to step in. But no, no, it's a partnership. It's a partnership. The, 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 but I feel like if the FDIC wasn't there, then they would not step in. There's a reason why that exists. It exists to keep the Great Depression. Yeah, but it, it exists to keep the Great Depression from happening again, because that's what helped cause the Great Depression. So it yeah. exists to keep the panic from happening. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Post to look, I'm talking 2008, right? 2008 okay. is, is the is the floor, right, of it. So because of 2008, we know that they have to step in. They they have to. They have they have they have no other choice but to do it because mm-hmm. they have to make sure that the dollar stands strong. And the only way to do that is to step in and say, your money, don't worry about it. Your money's guaranteed. Right. It's funny, though, how now his, their money's guaranteed, right? But when we want to spend for something else, the money's not guaranteed then, right? So um, because they're the issuer, they mm-hmm. they got to make sure that as the fiat currency, their money stands strong um, and doesn't waver in the market. So. Stash over here with his Occupy Wall Street pitch now. <laughs> you know, it's all coming back. Saying, you, you don't <laughs> the, the thing, Stash. You don't sound like a DeSantis voter. Like <laughs> I, I don't. I, I feel like you don't realize who you're voting for in the next election. Uh, yeah, but uh, um, modern modern monetary policy um, is uh, you know uh, states that you know we are the the government is the issuer of the you know, the currency, right? Because <laughs> the way that they have a monopoly on the currency. And no one else can step in is because of taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to step in. They have to move in, the, you know, in on that level. So um, I'm, I'm just more modern, modern money. That's all. This, this is the way it works. The people can criticize me on everywhere else, but they, they, they don't have any other points. People might, but we don't have any fans, so it works out to your favor. Um, but let's face it, yeah. like. The the one thing like they come they came out this week that I was so happy it kind of did like I don't I, I mean I don't like it came at, it, it happened but let's not forget Trump overturned Dodd Frank the second he could yeah and probably only because he's fucking racist because um, that was one of the better things I think Obama did was you know help institute Dodd Frank to avoid these kind of things from happening and then but sure not sure shit the second this happened. You know, videos of Trump gleefully ending Dodd Frank for the sake of the banks was something that was circulating around the internet. So, 
Yeah, you know, and and I think like, and I was telling, I was telling my my students this this week. It's like, I think what we saw with SVB is, I think, a problem that they will have to figure out. You know, it's like mm-hmm. obviously like this generation, the last, you know, our generation, the generation. I'm fortunate to be able to uh, to be a homeowner, but you know, I think like the next couple generations aren't going to be in that position and there's going to be significant more renters than, than owners. Um, I think instead of mortgage, what I told them was it's going to, you know, maybe it might be investing in more risky, like what SVB does, like startups that are heavily tied to, you know, trying to get, you know, their security back on and the interest rates um, being mm-hmm. good. And, and that's exactly what got, SVB fucked is that they were they were experiencing really solid returns interest rates were low but they were their investments were tied strictly to the interest rates and when they started going through the roof mm-hmm. you know those stocks started go and then those stocks started going down they were fucked <laughs> so you know it, 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 I told them I said you know it might not be investment in um in real estate for you guys our next hurdle might be okay what is the next thing that all these banks are not currently being regulated on um in terms of their investments and and uh, in the case of svb it seems like there was a you know very easy approach for them to make a lot of quick cash in silicon valley through a lot of these tech startups and um you know, but <laughs> that might be the the next mortgage. You never know, mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of how I was trying to tie it back in. Right. You know, yeah. it, 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 for it, for people like us that have lived through it, we understand the crisis and we understand like the too big to fail mentality. Mm-hmm. But for them, you know, they haven't they they've lived through through physical pandemic. They have yet to live through uh, financial. Pandemic, yeah. Pandemic. So, um, you know, I think until that happens, it'll, it'll be tough for them to understand. But, I, I you know, and, and it's interesting. It, it might make you throw up, but these kids were born during that, uh, during the 2008 financial crisis that I'm teaching currently. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, that's accurate. You're right. They, they, have, not, they have not seen a financial um, pandemic uh, that, that, we've ever seen life's uh, been good you know pandemic sucked for a, a lot of people for, like i think for a solid like six to nine months but then there was the, you know a resurgence of like there was a cash flow there was mm-hmm. low interest rates there was yeah. um there was grant money that was being thrown all around and and yeah. you know i think uh for them the shitty thing for i think for a lot of seniors right now is they're gonna go through the next four years of of college and and you know i think they're going to experience that like you know um they're going to be in that you know the fairy tale land of college for the next four years but in four years from now they will eventually be done with school and i i personally project that's when the chickens are going to come home to roost in about three to four years with all the money that we we had to spend for pandemic spending mm-hmm. with you know everything else so um 
I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get slapped in the face as a generation right. pretty hard as they try to start being an adult. So. And, and I feel like a few things are gonna come to a head too. I, I think that's a huge player in it. Like if you had been here, Chitty, last week to hear uh, Stash and I bitch about things that piss us off. Um, I feel like that coupled with the fact of the, the inflation rate, like how expensive things are, because. I feel like corporations are doing the best they can to make up for lost income in 2020. Mm. All these things are going to come to a head all at the same time. Like, I mean, who knows what it ultimately looks like, but, uh, you know, it was stated like, you know, for the millennials, we've been around this block (laughs) once or twice, (laughs) more than probably any other generation at our point in time, but... Um, well, that, that is the scary bit feel, is everything has to come to a head at some point. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel honestly kind of fortunate that this, this whole SCG thing, you know, failed last week. Like, it, it's kind of a weird period because I haven't closed yet, but we are taking out a second on our mortgage mm-hmm. basically to pay off all of our, our consumer debt. Like, mm-hmm. we had about 17000 in consumer debt and we're projecting about seven to eight. And taxes that we're going to owe. So we took out, you know, we, we applied for a second for $30,000. Mm-hmm. It eventually, it, it, we originally was going to be a HELOC with a variable rate. And I wasn't too excited about that mm-hmm. just because I know it could be. And it was going to be about 9, 9.75%. Mm, yeah. And then SBB Bank failed. And I did, like, shit shut down. Like, I have... And still right now, I have not heard from my mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. Shit has started to change. Like right around that time, she was she was starting, she shifted right before that happened. She shifted it from a HELOC to a to HELOAN, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a fixed percentage. Um, and it went down to, I think, 8.25%. Mm-hmm. And they're getting a 2% markup on me. Mm-hmm. which sucks, but it, it is what it is. Um, I mean, we're still taking our, our consumer debt. Like, our consumer debt is on average 21.75% on our credit cards down to 8 So mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about that. Like, we're saving money. But um, I still have not necessarily, like, this week, haven't heard shit from her. Called her yesterday. Like, we signed documents that kind of, like, locked us in at that 87 uh, five, like fixed rate mm-hmm. at um, at on a he loan, but I'm uh, honestly more stoked on that than I was on a HELOC because uh, I don't want that variable rate. You know, I who knows what that could you know, right that could just be you know floating me until you know it is what it is, mm-hmm. and you know I, like we're just we're talking about you know. 25 30,000 you know it's like uh, that's doable to to pay off um but you know and we and, and the shitty thing is that we're tied with our with our original mortgage because that 3.7 percent we can't ever refinance now mm-hmm. um so you know it's hard to take out money uh, off of the you know just straight refinance off the equity um so but you know, and that's what I've been trying to stress to the kids is like, you know, what you really need to understand interest rates when you're when you're taking out money, whether it's student loans, whether it's a car, whether it's a house, mm-hmm. is that variable rate can can fuck you really hard if you don't 
if you're not game planning for it if you take it. Right. So, but it's interesting. Like it's been it's been radio silent almost on the on the home front mm-hmm. since SBB Bank failed. <laughs> Which is interesting. Like we were talking almost every other day with my mortgage broker, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, just, that's it, crazy. It, it just shows. It just shows you how, like, you know, how ne- all just one thing can affect so many other things in Utah. Yep, because then everyone gets scared, and then like we, we, I don't know, was it the O eight thing or the O one thing where everything crashed? Uh, the government bailed them out, so then they got all their money back from the government. Mm-hmm. Then they were refusing to make any loans whatsoever. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, 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 I, I never would consider the fact that hey, we're gonna we're gonna pay you for your mistakes, but then like, we're gonna hold on to the money you gave us after we screwed up. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that was well, it was probably a product of the 08 crash. I think it's when it was the 08, and 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 it's interesting because you know we had there was a clear division between okay, you know, there's you know consumer banks where there's the regular run of the mill, you know, Joe Schmo gets the banking done at Bank of America, Wells Fargo, those kind of things, and then there's the investment banks that are taking care of the mortgages and all that kind, of, and, and you know, fucking with Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Although uh, that line blurred in 2008, and and the the same thing I tried to tell the kids is like there's a reason why when I asked them I said hey what kind of debit cards you guys got what are the logos on them they say there's three that pop up Bank America Wells Fargo Chase and a couple of them had a credit unions but there's a reason why there's only those three mm-hmm. is because <laughs> those were. Three of the ten that made it through, or, or, or yeah, three of the ten that made it through 2008. All the other ones, <laughs> you know, got fucked. <laughs> so um, they just became these super big conglomerate mega banks. Yeah, with a lot of power. Um, with a lot of power and a lot of influence, and um, you know, I think the the documentary that I showed basically said that you know, ten banks. After, in 2010, controlled 77 percent of all bank, U.S. bank assets. Just yeah. 10. I I I have a new one for you. So when you teach this class, and then like there's there's gonna be pushback because obviously these kids um, watch what their parents watch, right? And they're gonna have their opinion from what the news they watch is. shit stash. They watch TikTok. Do they? Okay. I'm 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 probably being a little bit romantic about it, but. Um, when, um, when, when the topic comes up about government interjecting money into, into this, right. And it causing inflation or it it causing uh, negative effects into the economy. Um, I can't remember which bank it was exactly. And I'll send you the actual link to the reporting, but, um, when the banks find themselves in a position as they were, right, which I'm surprised they didn't, and now that I'm thinking about it, they can ask the government for a loan um, to cover their losses um, while they figure out what they're going to do next. And it's technically a short-term loan and uh, could be anywhere six months, a year-ish type of stuff, right, 90 days even. Um, And uh, um, one of the banks... Don't quote me. I don't even want to say what the bank was. But one of the banks actually did this 
um, right prior to uh, COVID hitting, right? And so when they're like, people were like, oh, the economy was crashing because of COVID. A lot of people feel like it was already going downhill because of what was happening with some of these banks who were taking out these massive loans to cover their losses and investments. Um, and so when, we ended, when, when the government injects the money that way, did it raise and that it was inflation calculated at the time? And it was absolutely not, right? Because that's not how it works. Uh, it's through people's, you know. Well, they probably got, that, that bank probably got fucked because, all, you know, they probably got a shittier interest rate than any of the other. Well, I mean, they got, probably, they, they could have taken out those grants three months later when the government offered grants to literally every employer above a certain amount. So let me, um, let me send it to you because um, it's actually really interesting on the reporting because they found it through um, their earnings call. And they found it through the documents because it has to be released to the public, and they were watching for it. And they—that's how they—that's how they came up with it. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was actually really interesting uh, to see how they came came with it. I like this policy talk. This is like right on my own. Well, you know, uh, and and I'm sure we could talk forever on this, but you know, I'm going to bring us back to St. Patty's Day just a little bit to <laughs> make, make sure doing? that we don't have a three-hour-long podcast. Um, <laughs> I will start us off, but my question to you guys is what food is, uh, I, I mean, obviously, you know, corned beef is a, is a staple, but what food did you guys have yesterday, if anything, tied to Patty's Day for me? I am not a big planner, and I wanted corned beef, but my wife was like, nah, that shit takes like four and a half hours, good luck, and I got home at four, and I was like, not. Nah, ready to go out to the grocery store or anything like that so um i found that arby's has the meat <laughs> and they have a corned beef reuben and oh, i shit i shit you not no shit okay fucking, it was fucking fire no it kidding easy eight out of ten and huh. doordash straight to my house it had corned beef the corned beef tasted honestly solid. It, it had Doordash? sauerkraut. It had the it had the rye bread with the Thousand Island dressing. It was like the easiest like Thanksgiving kind of like food you could have. Wonder if they're still. Um, okay. And it was like ten bucks. Um, but Arby's. yeah, Arby's has the meats. Um, so I'm gonna jump in ahead of stash. Um, so if we had a working kitchen. We still don't. Here we are. Like since February 9th, we haven't had a working kitchen. Um, <clears throat> we would have done the corned beef and cabbage, especially since I was off of work yesterday. I would have invested the time in making sure it was done and done well. Um, so we went. Uh, we met up with Beardo. It wasn't the plan. It just happened. We met up with Beardo at 1870 Brewing on J Street, Modesto. And part of the reason why we went there is we saw a post earlier in the week from them on, like, Facebook or uh, or, or Instagram saying that they were going to have, like, some St. Patty's Day-inspired food. Like, several, like, one of them was going to be, like, a corned beef sandwich, corned beef nachos. <clears throat> so we went because, like, you know, we can't do it at home. We'll just go there and have it. Three of the four of us. Got the corned beef sandwich. It was not corned beef. It was very much pot roast. 
it tasted like pop. That's fucking annoying. As it was super fucking annoying because like pretzel bun, mustard, melted cheese, like that would have been a bomb ass fucking sandwich had it been corned beef, but no, it was fucking pot roast. And um, who got the nachos? Was it Beardo? Uh, my my old no Beardo didn't get any food. Uh, my my oldest got the nachos, but very much the same. Same shit, right? Just different. Instead of pretzel bun, he had nacho chips. Um, and that's and that's a, that's a frustrating thing because like there is a clear difference between corned beef. Oh, huge, and huge. Um, and then we we went out tonight again, like basically circling circling back to where we started tonight. We we went out to a place called like the Ranch Hand by Slick Fork Barbecue in Houston, and they were still doing. Their St. Patty's Day menu, which obviously had some corned beef stuff, and like we were tempted, like, well, we didn't get it last night, we can do it tonight. But then I went with the fucking prime, not prime rib, like, but like ribeye dinner. So uh, I had the chance to do corned beef stuff tonight, and I, I went, with, I went with a thirty-one dollar steak. So there we go. Jeez. Stash. Stash. What about you? Did you get any corned beef last night? You fucking leprechaun. No. He's short enough to be one. Short enough. I, I, I like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't get home until ten, so um, I wasn't un, unable to get any meals at all um, throughout the day, except for a fucking Wendy's hamburger um, that I had all day. Uh, you wish you would have knew, known that Uncle's had the meats, though, didn't you? I wish I would have known what I really wanted, and I would have gotten was a fucking Reuben. That's what I wanted. Uh, I, I wanted the sauerkraut, you know, mustard, cheese, rye bread. I wanted that deliciousness. Um, I didn't get it, but I did come home and had about six shots of whiskey and woke up with a hangover. But uh, yeah, no. so I mean, I, I, I mean that's I had, more yeah. that's more Irish than anything, <laughs> so right? I, I had my same patty. You, you still won the day, Stash. You won the day. Yeah, yeah. So I still <laughs> had my shot. So I, you know, I can't complain about the day. So. I, I will say this, Chitty. Chitty, as soon as he said like DoorDash and R, because like the second idea was win hunt DoorDash to see if they're still open, but they're not. Um, no, because I would have fucking done it. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, I'll tell you, and it's a staple. They always have the corn. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's a it's a staple for them. So you know, I'm just saying, if you feel like you missed it, you you might have missed it. Now, the last question that I have is, um, it, it might be a controversial question. Do you honestly think Guinness is a good beer? Yes or no? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna go with no. I I I think those are who enjoy it, and those who only enjoy it because they think it makes them cool. Uh, but no, I don't think it's good. If I was going to go first out, it would never be a Guinness. Do Irish car bombs count? No, you're talking about like we only did that for the Jameson. Some we never did that for the Guinness. <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I, you know, I, I, I love Irish car bombs. Um, dude, I'll, I'll knock one back anytime. That was okay. literally when that was that was literally my first legal drink was an Irish. Oh, okay. Irish curl, you know, I love being a good Irish curl, but I can I can honestly say that um, I've probably only drinking of Guinness uh, twice ever in my life, just the beer alone. Um, so I think that just you know 
goes to show you that whether or not it's just, you know. I've had it at like a solid like Irish pub too. And I'm not talking about like a solid Irish pub where there's like thousands of people. I'm talking about like I went to an Irish pub midday, not a fucking soul in sight. It felt like it was always sunny in Philadelphia in that bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they they poured it correctly. I, I I watched them pour it. Like you know they knew what they were doing. It's still a shitty fucking beer. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. So, but I think if we had Beardo on, I feel like he would say the complete opposite. I feel like I feel like he would side with it being good just because he's been to Guinness and drank yeah. it. But he he might he. I think he'd say that it's uh, with the bowl of chili in front of a campfire. That's that's what he would probably be saying right now. So probably. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> St. Patty's Day 2023. Over. Done. <laughs> Over. Done. No hangover today, so that's that's always a positive on my end. Um, still, uh, not that anyone cares, but I think Stash and I talked about it. Still fighting with the insurance company to get my money back from uh, my COVID insurance. Um, hopefully, I will get my money back for not being able to travel for that. Um well, you you saying like you got you got issues with money or something? Yeah, so uh, I bought ticket insurance when I so Mrs. Uppy and I were supposed to go to Arizona at the last weekend of February for a music um, festival. Twenty twenty. Um, we were unable to go because the afternoon before we were supposed to fly out. Of Sacramento to Phoenix, Mrs. Uppy tested positive for uh, COVID, so we stayed home. Gotcha. Um, I called them multiple times, and the second time I called them, they, they they sent over the forms needed to make a claim. And one of the forms they wanted was like they wanted an actual like fucking. Um, <laughs> you should have been here last week. Um, they wanted an actual form. Filled out by a physician saying you were seen on this day, you had this thing. Oh, so they you were supposed they, to do this. The rapid test would not work. A home, yeah. They they were very over the phone. They were very specific. Uh, it either has to be a lab test or a doctor's note, but a home test doesn't count. And luckily, that same week, I had to take my stepson to the hospital for COVID and. We had his summary from the hospital stating that he was seen on this day at this time. He was told to not go anywhere for five days, and when he does, to wear a mask and blah, blah, So I haven't That's heard... The problem. the problem, too, that hospitals don't even want you to come in if you have it. They just want you to take the fucking test and tell them. Yeah. I mean, because they're an insurance company, right? Their whole Their whole goal is not to have to pay out any money. I understand it. But... For fuck's sake, I mean, <laughs> I highly doubt there's that many people going to these events and then later turning around and, like, calling them saying, oh, I couldn't go. I had COVID. Like, I'm sure those people do exist, but they're few and far between and they kind of get <clears throat> weeded out. But um, I assumed it would be an easier process than it has been because I have since spent 300 other dollars on other concerts 
on credit card, so I would like to have that money back to pay back my credit card. <laughs> maybe next week. Maybe maybe. Uh, he's trying to. Uh, if he's trying to get those Taylor Swift tickets. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you weren't here for it, Chitty. But so uh, you you've been to my house. I don't mm-hmm. live too far. I live like ten minutes from the fruit yard, which really is nothing. But they have an amphitheater. Trying to get those John party tickets. No, we got we got um, better than Ezra and um, train tickets. No, nice train will be fun. Just no, I think better than Ezra. Will be, I'm 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 a bit older than you, so I I'm going for better than Ezra because <laughs> mm. they were kind of the hot thing in the early mid '90s. Um, Stash might remember, but um, <laughs> so I, I mean we've bought another concert tickets that them and Weezer. We're gonna go see Weezer in August mm. in uh, Berkeley. Um, Say it ain't so. I, I won't, but yeah, no, <laughs> I hear you. Um, so yeah, so I, I did all that purchasing on credit cards thinking I'm going to get this $300 back. So, but I'm going to go back to like the whole luck of the Irish thing. I was supposed to travel for work, um, two weeks ago, but I had to cancel my trip because I had COVID and I was told to stay home for 10 days. Which is kind of blessing and a curse. I mean, the the curse bit was when that week came up, I was feeling better, but I had to stay home due to policy. I would have probably seen Stash that week. He would have been able to like meet up with me and have some food. Um, but when my work booked my flight with Southwest, I linked my rapid rewards number with the flight so I could at least get the points. Yeah. Um, so I went into Southwest because the great thing about Southwest is you can book your flight today. And let's say your trip is in like November. You could go back into their website every day, go to modify flights, modify flights. And if the flights you currently have are cheaper, you can get like that money back. You just have to like change your current flights to the same flights if there's a sale and you will yeah. get your money back refunded to you. So I went in there just to see because, like, we are going to Vegas with the Beardos in October for the When We Were Young music festival. And so I just went and we're flying out of uh, Fresno. So I went in to check on that to see, hey, maybe the flights we got are cheaper. You're flying out of fucking Fresno? It's probably going to be a whole. I've never heard anybody say it. We're flying out of... No, but you know what? Parking is only 14 bucks a day, so... That's bizarre. Like, um, like that's, that's, that's even more interesting than somebody saying I'm flying out of Stockton. Right. Like, um, agreed. Um, but when I went in, I noticed I had a flight credit. Like, I had a travel credit of $309. So, I think when I linked that work trip to my rapid rewards when they had to cancel my flight, I got the money. So, <laughs> I like, I'm not sure if I should, like, tell work, hey, I think these are your $309 or just go and with it. And they're just going to say fuck it because that's going to be such a headache trying to get that 309 Travel no. credit no. into actual yeah. money. Yeah, they're just gonna no. take the fucking. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> just go use it. Um, no, I didn't know. Typically, I'd agree, but I, 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 I
Uh, I'm I just mean, a worldly I'm, traveler, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, worldly, a worldly traveler looking for some beer. And, you know, that was it. And so that's all I was doing. I'll probably end up using it, but no, I was the type of employer who would want to make an example of you over such a thing because they're dicks like uh, that. But. You're not doing the best thing talking about it on the podcast. But, uh, you know. <laughs> the podcast that no one listens to? Yeah. This is bad. Also, no one knows about <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a also solid seven and a half. We have a solid seven and a half consistent listens. I was, and I, I'd be a little bit more realistic. I think we're about twenty ish, twenty to twenty five. Um, so we're 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 back to our pre pandemic levels. Like prior to the pandemic, um, we we were in like that twenty five to thirty range. And then I think people were sent home to work from home. And then, like, once people weren't leaving the house, we lost a lot of listens. But we have uh, – all these years later, I think we finally regained them. So. I feel like there was one last thing I was going to say before we signed off. But yeah. Did you lose it? Are you getting old? You lost it, huh? I don't know. You're going to regain it. The second I sign off, you'll remember what it was. And that, that would be super annoying for you. <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day weekend, everyone. Uh, I hope everyone uh, had a lot of fun, but it was also safe. Uh, I want to thank Stash and Chitty for showing up this week. It's good seeing you guys. And to the listeners at home, the three of us, make um, we just want to wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And don't forget to hit us up on the social medias. On uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can email us at uppy-podcast.gmail.com. If you have any show ideas, please let us know. And maybe we'll listen and do your show ideas. So until next week, have a good one, everybody, and stay safe.